Buenos días, me llamo Lizzie. Alan here. Beginner series lesson number four. Excuse me? What did we look at in the last lesson, Alan? Well, last lesson we looked at some different ways of showing gratitude. Very polite. Ah, very. Today we're going to move on and learn some different ways to say excuse me. Anyone learning Spanish with our beginner lessons are going to be real polite when they speak Spanish. That's right. Well, when traveling, being polite never hurts, Lizzie. As a matter of fact, I like that about traveling to a place where you do not know the language very well. It forces you to be polite. Where does today's conversation take place? This conversation takes place in a supermarket where Aldo accidentally bumps into Rosa. Be sure to check out the vocabulary list in the PDF for this lesson, which has a column showing the root of each word. Let's get into today's conversation. Ay, perdón, señora. Oiga, cuidado. Perdóneme, estoy distraído. ¿Y por qué está distraído? Porque no puedo encontrar los mariscos. ¿Usted sabe dónde están? Sí, están por allá. Ah, claro. Disculpe la molestia. And now, slower. Una vez más. Esta vez, lentamente. Ay, perdón, señora. Oiga, cuidado. Perdóneme, estoy distraído. ¿Y por qué está distraído? Porque no puedo encontrar los mariscos. ¿Usted sabe dónde están? Sí, están por allá. Ah, claro. Disculpe la molestia. And now, with the translation. Ahora, incluiremos la traducción. Ay, perdón, señora. Ah, pardon, ma'am. Oiga, cuidado. Hey, watch out. Perdóneme, estoy distraído. Pardon me, ma'am, I'm distracted. ¿Y por qué está distraído? And why are you distracted? Porque no puedo encontrar los mariscos. ¿Usted sabe dónde están? Because I cannot find the shellfish. Do you know where they are? Sí, están por allá. Yes, they are over there. Ah, claro. Disculpe la molestia. Oh, of course. Excuse the bother. Lizzie, ¿te parece común esta situación? Does this situation seem common to you? Uf, sí. Sucede todo el tiempo. Todos los días. Yep, it happens all the time. It happens every day. Now, let's pay close attention to the way today's vocabulary is pronounced. Here comes the breakdown. So, let's begin with... Perdonar. To pardon. Perdonar. Perdonar. Next, we'll hear... Cuidado. Care. Carefulness. Look out. Cuidado. Cuidado. Now we have... Distraído. Distraída. Distracted. Absent-minded. Distraído, distraída, distraído, distraída. And then, disculpar, to forgive, to excuse. Disculpar, disculpar. Next we'll hear, encontrar, to find, encontrar, encontrar. And finally, molestia, bother, trouble. Molestia, molestia. Now, this last word, molestia, means bother, insofar as we're talking about an inconvenience. 
¿Qué más me podrías decir sobre esta palabra? What else can you tell me about this word? Es un sustantivo que proviene del verbo molestar. Por ejemplo, me molesta esta bulla. It's a noun that comes from the verb molestar, which means to bother or to annoy. For example, me molesta esta bulla or this noise annoys me. It's a very common verb and the noun is just as common. We use these words to talk about things that we find disagreeable. Let's have a look at the usage for some of these words. The first word we will look at is perdonar. Lizzie, can you give us an example sentence, please? Perdona el mal vino. Pardon the bad wine. Lizzie, how can we translate the verb perdonar? The verb perdonar means to pardon or to excuse. You can see how similar it looks and sounds to the English word here. Quite often, we simply say perdón as an interjection, meaning pardon or excuse me. Now, if someone offered you wine and then said, oh, excuse the bad wine, what would be the most common response? Ay, qué ocurrencia. El vino está perfecto. Oh, what are you talking about? The wine is fine. Now, the next word we're going to look at today is cuidado. Lizzie, how about an example with cuidado? Es importante tener cuidado. It's important to be careful. Hey, guys, especially in a foreign city, two things can happen. One, it's easy to get lost and wander into a bad neighborhood. And two, often tourists look out of place and they look like an easy target with that digital camera struck to their waist. Por lo tanto, hay que tener cuidado. Therefore, we must be careful and never be afraid to ask for directions. The word cuidado means care, careful and also caution. Lizzie, how would you say cuidado is used most frequently? It's often used with the verb tener, which means to have. Hey, good point. You know, now that I think about it, we looked at that relationship in Lesson 9 and 10 of the Newbie series. Tener cuidado, literally to have caution, in Spanish means to be careful. How else might we use cuidado? We also use the word cuidado as an interjection. In which case it means watch out or look out. Okay, the next vocabulary word is distraído. Lizzie, would you give us an example, please? Ella está distraída. She is distracted. Lizzie, how about a translation of distraído? The word distraído means distracted or absent-minded. It can be used as an adjective, as it is here, or as a noun or the past participle of the verb distraer, to distract. This adjective is used when you want to say that someone has their head in the clouds. Okay, now the next vocabulary word is disculpar. Lizzie, would you give us an example, please? Disculpa por la comida mal preparada. Excuse the poorly prepared meal. Literally, the verb disculpar means to remove fault. Right, but how do we usually translate it? We usually translate it as to excuse or to forgive. In the word disculpar, we notice the word culpa. Do we see the word culpa in any English word, Salem? Definitely, like culprit, for example. Now, this refers to someone who's guilty of something. That ought to make it easier to remember that disculpar means to forgive or excuse. That's right. Okay, now this brings us to the last vocabulary word today, which is encontrar. Lizzie, how about one more example? Encontramos el mercado. We find the market. How can we translate encontrar? The verb encontrar means to find. If we look at the root of the word, we find that it means to come up against something or to meet it from the opposite side. We also recognize the word contra, which means against, in the stem of this word. So, encontrar means to find. Going back to the word cuidado, me pregunto si es que existen otras palabras relacionadas that would be useful for us to mention. 
Creo que sí. Por ejemplo, la frase, cuídate, expresa el deseo de uno que otro cuide de sí mismo y de que esté bien. Cuídate expresses one desire that someone else cares for him or herself. Hey Liz, good point. And we usually translate this as take care or take care of yourself. Right, and this is the informal singular form. The formal singular form is simply cuídese. Let's have a more thorough look at the grammar used in this lesson. What would you like to focus on today? Today we're going to look at different ways of excusing oneself in Spanish. You know, this is really important to learn, as excusing and pardoning oneself as well as asking for forgiveness are integral customs of Hispanic culture as well as any culture for that matter. Let's start out with the verb disculpar. Lizzie, where did we see this in the conversation? Disculpe la molestia. Excuse the bother. Good. Now, disculpe is the formal way of saying excuse me. And this is the most common among people who are not close to you. If you wanted to excuse yourself from a friend, you would say disculpa or even more intimately, discúlpame. The same goes for the next expression, perdone and perdóneme. The meanings are the same as those of disculpar and so are the endings. Lizzie, can you give us another example of perdonar? Perdone la molestia. Pardon the bother. So, disculpe and perdone are used to comply with the social norm. So listen up. These expressions are used to show someone that you recognize that you've imposed and that you are doing the right thing by accepting the fault. Okay, lastly, we have the expression lo siento, which wasn't used in the dialogue, but which is important to know. Lizzie, can you give us an example with lo siento? Lo siento mucho. I am very sorry. Right. So the expression lo siento literally means I feel it or I feel for you, but we translate it as I am sorry. So it's commonly used. No, not exactly. While in English I am sorry is probably the most common expression of pardon, in Spanish lo siento is the least common. Ah, okay, it's pure protocol. It's what someone says when he or she feels bad for someone else and doesn't know what to say. So, as you can tell, it'll be more useful to learn to excuse yourself with the verbs disculpar and perdonar than it will be with the phrase lo siento. So, Lizzie, you've said that in Hispanic culture, asking for forgiveness is a big custom. ¿Podrías darnos unos ejemplos de cuándo es importante pedir disculpas? Would you give us some examples of when it's important to ask for forgiveness? Claro, uno pide disculpas cuando interrumpe a otra persona. Sure, one asks for forgiveness when he or she interrupts someone else. Y también cuando indispones a otra persona. And also when you impose upon someone else. So if I wanted to ask someone a question on the street, how might I interrupt them? You could say, disculpe, una pregunta. This is as far as we'll go for today. Se acabó la fiesta. Alan, ha sido un tremendo gusto. De igual manera, Lizzie. Now, people, remember that these lessons are designed to be used in tandem with the language tools of the Learning Center at SpanishPod101.com. Ya nos encontramos en la próxima lección. Study hard, be well. Chao.